Now here's the best. Stay tuned, sports podcast. And hello there, all you stay tuners. Welcome back to another episode of Stay Tuned Sports. It's your good friend Jimbo here. Back on time on regular scheduled Thursday. Um, no, you know, late podcast this, this week. Definitely wanted to get this one out, especially with NFL free agency in full swing now. A lot of surprises, a lot of overpays, underpays, winners, losers. We're going to talk a little bit about my winners and losers of the free agency so far. I mean, it is Thursday. Um, pretty much the first round, the first wave of free agency is slowing down now. Um some surprise names still out there, uh, uh, you know. Uh, but before we get into there, uh, head over to staytunesports.net. Right-hand side is all of our social media accounts. You're going to want to follow them because when I do do a, a giveaway, that's how you find out about them. Um, we still have our STS chat hotline, 612-STS-CHAT. Give it a call. Give it. Give your opinions or about the show or what you think your team did or did not do enough of in free agency. Also, head over to www.buymeacoffee.com slash stsports to help show your support towards the show. Like I, I always say, anything you guys give, whether by donations or, or, or just follows, I always put back into the, the show here so that way the giveaways are better, the you know, merchandise gets a little bit nicer looking. So, um, with that all being said, past, well, Wednesday is the new NFL um, year, calendar year. Monday start the quote-unquote legal tampering period. And as far as my Eagles, um, I, I've seen some grades... You know, CBS and ESPN, Fox, all kind of giving them an A or A-plus just because of signing Hassan Riddick from, uh, I think he played for Carolina last year. Uh, but definitely one of the younger, better pass rushers in the NFL. I saw one stat that said there's only two players in the past uh, two or three years that had 100 or more tackles. That was Aaron Donaldson, Donaldson and, uh, and Riddick. Um, a little backstory about Riddick. When he was being drafted, I wanted Philly to somehow pull off a way to, to, to uh, draft him. I got to see him play. <clears throat> excuse me. Um, I actually got to see him play at Temple when they played Notre Dame. And Notre Dame pulled out the win, but he was causing problems, you know, even back then. And the other nice thing, too, is. Um, him and Sean Bradley both came from Temple, so they're used to playing with each other. So you can have a little bit of chemistry there. And contract wasn't that bad. I mean, for a, a, a premier pass rusher, even though he may line up as a linebacker from time to time, I, I have like a, a Von Miller type feel to it. Um, a pretty good contract. 
Now, some of the other teams around the NFL, not so much. Uh, some, and, and this is one reason why I kind of like the the legal tampering period. Um, Randy Gregory, during that period, said that he would re-sign with the Dallas Cowboys. It was like something like four years, five years, something like that for $40 million, 30 guaranteed. But then, changed his tune late yesterday that he's going to sign with the Denver Broncos because of one little stipulation in Dallas Cowboys contract. Um, he's basically signing the exact same contract with Denver. The only difference was in Dallas's contract, it said that if he were to get suspended, which he's had issues with these past couple of years, whether I think most of the time it was um, PEDs and, and marijuana, but which marijuana is not being uh, tested no more. Um, the fact that he backed out of that contract and went to the Broncos that did not have that stipulation in there kind of tells me that he doesn't have that much faith in himself to stay out of trouble, to, to, to keep it clean. And honestly, if I'm the Broncos, I should be a little worried. You know, I'm not sure why the Broncos didn't do a little bit less because, again, if he gets suspended, he's still getting all that guaranteed money, doesn't have to pay anything back. If I was Dallas, maybe they, they might have dodged a bullet here. But only only time will tell about that. Um, Denver is definitely starting to look like a, a good team, uh, a team to look out for, which... Um, as far as my winners and losers in the free agency period so far, they are actually, I, I consider the biggest winners so far in this, this free agency. Um, the Russell Wilson trade alone finally gives them some type of solidarity at that position. They, they haven't had that type of confidence in that position since Peyton Manning. And that was, what, five years ago, six years ago? They have a young wide receiver core, like I talked about last week. And now they're they're adding to a pretty decent defense. So they might be my, my early um, Super Bowl pick for this upcoming season. Something else that uh, I, I saw that I found kind of interesting. Uh, Mitchell, you know, Mitchell Trubisky obviously signed with the Steelers year deal I don't think it's a bad pickup I always said that um, I think Pittsburgh needed a, a like a, a bridge quarterback to hold around the, the reins until they can either develop a quarterback which is not gonna be Mason Rudolph I'm sorry he's he's gonna be a career backup maybe even a third stringer um, rest of his career but Trubisky is not a bad quarterback and the Pittsburgh Steelers betting odds to win the Super Bowl before Trubisky signed was something like a plus 5,500. Trubisky signs and he's they're, they're a plus 7,000. So I, I don't know what the big knock on him is. Um, when he played in Chicago, he was a pro bowler. 
he put up decent numbers. Did he choke in some games? Yeah. But could that also be because of Matt Nagy not knowing how to be a head coach? I mean, he's obviously a, a good offense coordinator. Um, we saw what he did with Kansas City. Maybe just all that extra stuff that comes with being a head coach, he couldn't handle. Um, but I, I do think that, I mean, he's Trubisky, Trubisky's going to be good, okay? Especially if they could bring back Juju. Um, I'm hoping Philly's not going to sign him. I, I don't want his antics, his TikTok antics. It's just a distraction. But he's he's a talented player. So if you bring him back with Najee Harris and Chase Claypool, something that he didn't have in Chicago. All he had in Chicago was Allen Robinson and a decent running game. Now you're going to have a second-year pro running back who is just a beast. I mean, he, he had a, a very good rookie season last year. And if he could get some chemistry with those wide receivers I think he'd get back to that Pro Bowl form. Maybe even make the playoffs. Because, let's be honest, the Browns, even if they get Deshaun Watson, I don't think they're... I don't think all the pieces are there yet to help Deshaun Watson and make the playoffs. I, I think it'll just be a repeat this year of the Houston Texans just in a Browns uniform. Baltimore Ravens. Uh, I don't know. You don't know which which team is going to show up. Is it going to be the 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 year that Lamar Jackson his rookie year that really good team, or is it going to be the team from last year where they kind of struggled, you know, in a, in a couple games in a row. So I, I think that division is wide open, pretty much just like the NFC East, except for. The commanders, um, but it's it's not a bad sign. And, and for some of the, the Steelers fans, would you rather have some cap space and your your future still intact as far as draft picks to hopefully find a quarterback in the next year or two, or did you want to give all that up for Russell Wilson or Aaron Rodgers? To maybe make the playoffs. Yeah. That's I'm saying. I don't think if Russell or, or Aaron went to the Steelers, I don't think there's enough weapons there right now to get to the playoffs. Because obviously we saw what Aaron signed for. If he was going to go to another team, that's what they would have been paying. Russell Wilson, he's... Just a, a little bit above average, I think. I mean, he's not hes not the Russell Wilson from the Super Bowl era. Of, of the Seattle era. But he's still good. He's better than Carson Wentz. He's better than Mason Rudolph. I would even say he, he, he's a little bit better than Big Ben when Big Ben is on. Now, even though I just said the Browns, I don't think are there yet. I still have him down as, as one of the winners for the free agency. And that's only because they they got some good talent at decent price to cheap price. 
You know, they got Amari Cooper for basically a, a bag of chips from Dallas because Dallas knew they had to cut him. So the Browns held all the, the cards. And they brought back their starting Pro Bowl tight end. Uh, Njoku. So even as of right now, let's just let's just assume Baker Mayfield is still a Brown come day one, season one, or you know, day one of the season. If Baker can't make it work with these two guys, because now you got rid of Beckham Jr. last year, you got rid of Landry now, and I said from the day one that they they brought Beckham in, they they signed Landry, they got too many personalities there, and I really think. That's what held Baker Mayfield back more than it showed. Now you got Amari Cooper, who is going to be your true number one guy, and Njoku. It should show that Baker can be the quarterback of that team. Now let's throw a little wrench in here and say that he gets traded to the Texans for Deshaun Watson. We've seen what Deshaun could do with basically nothing at wide receiver. Can you imagine if, if he were to get traded to the Browns, what he could do with a very good tight end, which he really didn't have in a way in Houston and have a true number one receiver. I think the only weak point of that offense will be the running game because I believe uh, Kareem Hunt is a free agent um, Chubb is their starting uh, running back obviously had a very good year last year but as we've seen over the past few years the workhorse running back is a dead thing you need at least two maybe three running backs to kind of do like a, a small running back by committee. You need that change of pace back. So I think that would be the weak point of their offense. Do I think they'll make the playoffs with Deshaun? I think I think they might win eight, nine games with Deshaun. I, like I said, I still think they're a few pieces away from being in the playoffs. But it's still a win to me because they got everything cheap and then lastly the, the last winner I have for free agency Cincinnati Bengals Joe Burrow for years even before Burrow came to the Bengals when Andy Dalton was there the big complaint was not a good offensive line and we saw it last year and I, I, I think that's what hurt them in the Super Bowl as well you know, he was getting banged around a lot, and I mean, he almost pulled it out. Can you imagine what he's going to do with a, a, a good offensive line, at least a, a half-decent offensive line? Now, granted, Kappa and, and uh, Karras isn't the, the best ones out there, but it's hell of a lot better than what they've been putting out on the field. So right there, I think Joe Burrow was the winner on that one, even though he's the Bengals team. Um, another year under the belt with Jamar Chase with a, a decent offensive line to keep him upright. And I, I think you're going to see his numbers and his talent go up a little little farther uh, this upcoming season. As far as losers, though, for Jack, uh, for free agency, 
Jacksonville, what are you doing? What are you doing? Paid out over $200 million. I, I think I, I saw somewhere. In, in contracts. You paid Christian Kirk, Zay Jones, and Evan Ingram way, way too much. Christian Kirk, I, I don't even think had a thousand yards, and you're paying he's the third highest paid receiver right now in the league. Zay Jones had like 500 yards receiving uh, receiving last year. And Evan Ingram, when he's on the field, he's good. But that's the problem. He's always hurt. And he tends to drop balls. If he gets um, in one of his, his, his moods where he's just not paying attention or however you want to say it, he drops balls left and right. And that was one thing I always liked about him beyond the Giants. That's one thing we could guarantee with the during the Eagles game. And my thing with this whole Christian Kirk um, contract, you, 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 you paid him as the third highest paid wide receiver in the league. What is going on with Allen Robinson? Why didn't you give him that contract? Allen Robinson is a hell of a lot better receiver than Christian Kirk. You look at the quarterbacks Allen Robinson had this past year, Andy Dalton, I mean, it, it was a revolving door. And he still put up good numbers while he was with Chicago. Why not put him with Trevor Lawrence, who's, I, I still think, a question mark of what type of quarterback he's going to be. I always said it from the day he got drafted by Jacksonville. I don't know if he's going to be a franchise quarterback or is he going to be just slightly above average. But if you don't put weapons around him while he's young, it's going to slow his his growth. The only positive part that Jacksonville did was they upgraded their offensive line, which that will help Trevor Lawrence and, and maybe make these contracts with Kirk, Jones, and Ingram not look that bad. And then my last loser... For this free agency, the Washington Commanders. I know it's a, a high risk, high reward that they did, but trading for Carson Wentz. I mean, by this point in Carson's career, he's in the league now, what, four, five years, six years? We know what he is. He's not going to be a Tom Brady. He's not going to be. Aaron Rodgers, he's just going to be slightly above average if he stays healthy. And it's shown that he, he needs weapons around him to show he's you know a little bit better than above average. But I think for what they gave up for him, it just I, I just don't think it's going to pan out. I think he's going to fizzle out there in, the, uh, in Washington. Curious to see how he plays against the Eagles. If there's kind of like a little bit more of a uh, chip of the shoulder play. Um, but I will say the last Eagles quarterback that blew his ACL out in the playoffs, uh, championship game, Super Bowl game only to get traded to Washington eventually, was McNabb. And after he went to Washington, played a year, 
and was done. So I, I'm curious to see, is this the last chance for Carson Wentz? And I really think this may be his last chance to prove that he could be something in the NFL. I, I hope so. I mean, this this talk, the stories that we hear about behind the scenes, Darren Sproles calling him out, Indy not liking his leadership skills, this, that, the other thing. Listen, we're on the outside looking in here. All we could judge is how he plays on the field and how he acts in the community. He's not beating up his wife. He's not beating up his kid. Like, you know, some of these players that only get four-game suspensions for it. Stupid. But he does a lot for for communities of wherever he's in, whether it was Indy, Philly, or Washington. I'm sure he'll do that with Washington. So I'm, uh, I'm still pulling for him. Just don't think it's going to happen. I just don't think he, he has enough talent um, to be something special in the NFL. <laughs> One last topic uh, before we get going here. Major League Baseball and the owners, the players have come to an agreement on a new CBA. Some of the players start to report to spring training uh, as a I don't think they uh, switched the schedule around a little bit to try to get to 163 games. Um, I know while they were negotiating, they canceled the first two series, which is basically uh, a week, week and a half of games. But some of the things that uh, part of the CBA that I'm happy about was the, the, the shift is gone. I, I could never, I can't stand the shift. Um, so right now, it, it's not going to take an effect this season. All these rule changes, they're going to try out in low A ball. Some of them are going to be right to triple A ball. But the shift, I am so happy that it's gone. Um, I just didn't like it. You know, if you want to shift your outfield, that's fine. Let it up to the batter to hit it over the infield. So as of, uh, I think triple A is going to be doing it. Um, Two infielders on each side of the second base. They're doing away with the double header starting. Uh, double head, if there's a double header, seven innings. That was stupid. So basically, a lot of the coronavirus rules that they change are gone, and I'm happy. No more players starting on second base. The extra innings. They're gonna try this one. I, I don't agree with though. Is they're still gonna try to do the computer umpire however you want to call it robo umpire um i seen too many videos from low a ball last year the year before when they first started to try these out that a ball would hit the dirt and bounce over the plate and it'd get called a strike i, I still think we're years away from being able to adopt that i think there's going to be just too many wrong calls if we go with that this is definitely something that needs to stay in a, a, a human's um, call and then the other thing that I'm happy to see is the minor league baseball players their salary has gone up from 500,000 to like 750,000 you know it's tough enough to try to make it into the big leagues when you're when you have to give up your dream because you just can't make enough money, that sucks. You know, so this 
this up in salary and I, I saw that over the next four or five years I guess maybe over the the length of the CBA each year the salary is going to go up uh, a little bit each year and I'm glad to see they're finally getting um, noticed and it's good to hear so yay for the shift being gone boo for be, uh, keeping the, the robo-umps around <laughs> I mean if it's that bad geez, put me behind the, the, the plate <laughs> so um, I think that's going to be it for this week as of right now Deshaun Watson is still with the Houston Texans I, was, I have ESPN on, on my TV right now trying to see if I could get a up to the minute uh, call on it but it uh, doesn't look like it's going to happen so head over to staytunesports.net make sure you follow all, all, uh, our social media is on the right hand side there make sure you sh- uh, follow them share them like them subscribe do what you got to do uh, www.buymeacoffee.com slash st sports just another way to show your uh, support towards the show and give me a call 612 sts chat let me know how you feel about your team's free agency so far do you agree with my feelings about the robo bump or the shift being banned let me know so till next week this is your good friend jimbo signing out